Travel Radio is on the air. Welcome to Family Travel Radio, the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Family Travel Radio is on the air, helping you discover the world of possibilities family travel has to offer. Hey there, my friend, Aaron here, and welcome to Family Travel Radio. Today, we're going to be hitting the open road. We're going to be talking family road trips. You're going to hear my conversation with Carolyn Batetta from Visit California, and Carolyn is going to share some of her favorite family adventures on the roads of the Golden State, as well as some exciting news about one of California's most iconic highways. Highway 1 is now open. It's longer, new, and improved, and a great opportunity to share with families. And later on in the program, I'll be chatting with the king of the road trip, author Rich Rattay. Rich is going to share some of his secrets for recreating the magical family road trips of yesteryear. Plan some great stops along the way so we get out of the car, we meet some of the people and interact with people from different areas of the country. We try different foods. We can still uh, recreate that magic of the shared family road trip experience. Rich has a new book out called Don't Make Me Pull Over, An Informal History of the Family Road Trip. My friend, Family Travel Radio is the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Visit us at familytravel.org and discover for yourself just what's possible in the world of family travel. This is Family Travel Radio. We are talking road trips today on Family Travel Radio, and there are few places on earth that offer the abundance of diversity of family road trip opportunities as my home state, the Golden State of California. Joining us now to share some of her favorite California road trips is Carolyn Batetta. Carolyn is president and CEO of the nonprofit organization Visit California, which you can find at visitcalifornia.com. Carolyn, welcome to Family Travel Radio. Thanks, Aaron. It's a pleasure to be here. Excellent. Uh, Before we dive in, Carolyn, can you give us just a little glimpse into your world and just tell us how travel has shaped your life? Yeah, travel definitely shaped my life. And I think what's so interesting about that is you don't know it's shaping your life as a child until after you've kind of come into adulthood. So uh, it's something that's very ornate, but definitely highly emotionally programmed when it's happening and then coming out later in life. And so I'm really passionate just looking internally with my own team that have young children to really encourage them to make travel, you know, part of their experiences, even though that's what we do is bring those big dreams, you know, from around the world and have people experience them here in California. I'm very personally passionate about family travel. And it's certainly my pleasure to have you here today on Family Travel Radio. Carolyn, you ready to talk road trips? I'm ready. Start your engines. Let's do it. I mentioned in the intro, of course, the diversity of the California landscape and just the countless road trip opportunities that our state offers. Can you share just a few of your favorites that are particularly special for families who want to explore California? Absolutely. I think we, um, just to start off with a, a big announcement and something that's grand, is Highway 1 is now open. You know, it's been closed for several months now with the mudslides and the, you know, atmospheric storms that we had last year. But it's now open and it's uh, longer, new and improved and a great opportunity to share with families, you know, definitely with two great way communities being San Francisco, the Bay Area and Los Angeles. There's so many kid-friendly points of interest from north to south. 
Carolyn, I know you know about the the majesty of Highway 1, and I certainly do being a California resident myself. Can you share for a minute for someone out there who may not be familiar with California's Highway 1, just exactly what it entails and what you might see along the way? Yeah, Highway 1 is truly spectacular. And and I think you mentioned at some point that you figured that everybody had vistas. And so did I growing up as a native Californian. But there is something jaw-dropping and awe-inspiring when you do visit Highway 1, whether you're adult or child. Um, But there's special things along the way, like in Santa Cruz, visiting their famous beach boardwalk. It's a theme park that's right on a beach. It's super kid-friendly, family-focused. And then, of course, the whole beach experience with surfing, body surfing, and just being out making sandcastles. Right near Santa Cruz is the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Again, world-class. It's, you know, really educational for kids, but highly engaging and entertaining. Further down, Hearst Castle um, is just off the charts in terms of magnetic appeal for kids. Uh, I remember seeing it as a child and was equally interested in facets of Hearst Castle that, that are different than when I'm viewing it and experiencing it as an adult. One of my favorites along Highway 1 is the Elephant Seal Rookery at, at Piedras Blancas. It's amazing and awe-inspiring for both kids and adults alike and being right up close to true wildlife in action, as well as spotting sea otters in Morro Bay, Butterfly Grove in Pismo Beach, and of course, paddle kayaking in Ventura Harbor, Santa Barbara, or wherever you'd like to drop your paddleboard or kayak in along the way. It's chock full of activities and awe-inspiring vistas and landscapes. You said it all there. There's so much, so many different types of things, just that real diverse landscape as we talked about, whether you're wanting to visit like those world famous sites like the the aquarium. And then of course the beach boardwalk, which Carolyn mentioned, which uh, I can certainly vouch is a wonderful, cool place to go as an adult and especially to take your kids. You got roller coasters and all those rides and Santa Cruz is just one of those just phenomenal beach towns. It's very just inspiring atmosphere. So much fun. Of course, the road trip options in California are virtually limitless. But Carolyn, can you put together just a sample itinerary for us for folks who need just a little bit of extra help with trip planning for their adventure in California? Yeah, I mean, again, if you want to go the direction of great outdoors, um, starting in Southern California, headed straight up to Sequoia National Park, which is a few hour drive out of the Southern California Gateway region, is again, spectacular, world-class outdoor experiences. Um, the giant Sequoia Grove is something that has global you know, appeal for sure. Another world-class gym right next door, Yosemite National Park, Glacier Point, the falls. Another one just right outside the gateway moving into the Mammoth Lakes or Eastern Sierra region, Mono Lake is just a fascinating place. Uh, And then uh, just two hours up the road, Lake Tahoe and the whole rim of Lake Tahoe is incredible in terms of that crystal clear water, state parks and campgrounds. Again, great kayaking, paddle boarding and wonderful alpine village experiences that go along with that. And if people are, you know, really making a go of it, even starting at the north and reversing it out, starting at Lassen National Park um, with all the geothermal activities is is truly entertaining and also a science and learning experience as well. 
But let's talk about Northern California, the true Northern California, which uh, to most people or to many people, you know, Sacramento, where we're located is Northern California. But in, in truth, we're actually kind of right in the middle of the state in terms of North South. And there's so much to the North of us and a lot of beautiful coastline and forests. And of course you say like Mount Lassen, you talk about some of maybe those, those lesser known road trips uh, up in the Northern part of our state. Yeah, they're just awe-inspiring. If you go north of Sacramento, that represents 25 to 30% of all of California's landmass. And actually, over 50% of that landmass is public lands, wilderness area. So you're just out there the minute you depart Sacramento with great wildlife viewing, bird watching on the way up to that rim and scenic byway. And then, of course, spectacular peaks like Lassen as well as Mount Shasta. And four seasons of fun, frankly. You know, Shasta features dog sledding opportunities in the winter and incredible hiking and and just Alpine Lake Resort, you know, getaways in the summer. Carolyn, Family Travel Radio and the Family Travel Association, one of one of our missions is really just to show families what's possible, to show them what's out there, things they may not have known about. So can you think of a particular, just a real hidden gem in California that, that most people, maybe even native Californians may not know about? Yeah, and one one gem, I have two. I want to circle back to the outdoor experiences. Even like Lake Shasta, Lake Oroville, houseboating was transformational for me. And I and and it spans the generation. So if you're traveling as part of a three generation experience, houseboating where you're on the water for a week at a time with family friends doing a raft up with several houseboats is like a phenomenal nirvana experience, truly. Other hidden gems, I talked a little bit about Historic Highway 49 that's going to celebrate 100 years of history next year. It's the foundational platform of how California was discovered with the great gold rush. So it's got this incredible uh, appeal with these antiquities and historic towns all laced together in the beautiful foothills of the Sierras and just so many great things to do, whether for the kids mining and mineral museums or rail town at the state historical park in Jamestown boarding a huge locomotive. Sometimes I don't even like talking about hidden gems because I live up in that area, and of course, I want to share it with the world, but the fact that I'm a resident and just blown away by all there is to do up in that area from Columbia State Park to our Gold Discovery State Historical Park, zip lining at Angels Camp, there's just a bounty of offerings for families up along Highway 49. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, and I'm quite envious, actually, just living up there in those hills, and you're absolutely right. You can open your door. You know, first thing in the morning, you get that crisp, cool mountain air, and there's just something to do 365 days of the year in this part of the world. We're very fortunate to live here, but certainly welcome visitors from around the around the world to come visit our fantastic state. What kind of initiatives, uh, if you have any, for appealing to an international audience, international tourism? 
initiatives or connections with content. As a matter of fact, every year we produce the best of the best in terms of driving tours. So we have a driving tours guide that you can access either digitally or paper at visitcalifornia.com, as well as our world-class website that we produce as part of distribution in our 13 key countries that we're marketing in globally. But there's just endless uh, travel itineraries and experiences through visitcalifornia.com or our official visitor guide or our California road tours brochure. Well, there is one particular type of content, Carolyn, that is very near and dear to my heart that Visit California has recently started producing, and that is the California Now podcast. Can you share some details about that with us? Yes, we're super excited to bring the intimacy of podcasts around California travel experiences. Um, It's one of my favorite communications vehicle. And what I really like about it is when you're experiencing California as part of a trip, you can access the podcast and just kind of be inspired about things to do in California while you're on vacation or frankly, all those commutes to work while you're looking forward to your California vacation experience. Um, Satirius Johnson, a famous talent out of New York City who did national public radio for uh, New York City is uh, moved to California to get closer to that California experience and um, highly engaging, passionate on-air personality that's uh, managing our podcast. Well, cool. Yeah. And definitely I recommend that podcast out there to my friends and family travel radio. If you want to dive into maybe some more of the specific destinations that Carolyn and I have spoke about today, the California Now podcast can do that for you. They dive in pretty deep to some really cool destinations, things to check out while you're road tripping around California. Because my friend, there really is nothing like that bonding experience you get from a family road trip. So I really encourage you today to round up those kiddos, load up the car, the van, the RV, whatever. Just pick a vehicle, hit the road, get out there, and just make some amazing memories. And to learn more about planning your family's Golden State adventure, head over to visitcalifornia.com. Carolyn Batetta, thank you so much for joining us today on Family Travel Radio. Much appreciated. Great to chat with you, Aaron. All right. Author Rich Rattay is joining us now on Family Travel Radio. Richard describes himself as the king of the road trip, especially those classic family road trips of yesteryear. Rich recently published a book called Don't Make Me Pull Over, an informal history of the family road trip. Rich, thanks for joining us here on Family Travel Radio. You bet, Aaron. Thanks so much for having me on. You're welcome. Rich, what is the secret to recapturing that magic of the family road trip of yesteryear? Oh, my goodness. I guess it's kind of recreating that shared experience that I think was so essential that made those great road trips that many of us of a certain age uh, remember, you know, from like the 1970s and 1980s traveling the highways with our own families, what made those experiences so magical. So uh, I think these days it means placing limits on some of those personal electronic devices, you know, the iPads that our kids love to use to watch their own movies and of course their phones that they're always using to text away to their friends and dare I say even some of the audiobooks that we like to listen to. So uh, I think we need to put some limits on those maybe uh, plan some great stops along the way. So we get out of the car, we meet some of the people and interact with people from different areas of the country. We try different foods. We expose ourselves to different experiences. Uh, I think that's where uh, you know we can, we can still uh, recreate that magic of the shared family road trip experience. 
Give me a couple of examples of those roadside stops. Just a couple of places that people can be sure to check out on their next road trip. Oh my gosh, there's so many. Uh, you know, and I always point to this recent road trip that I took with my own family out to Mount Rushmore. You know, it was really the stops along the way that made the trip. Uh, you know, even more so, Mount Rushmore was great. It was a great final destination, but some of these stops were fantastic. We stopped off at the Field of Dreams near Dubuque, Iowa, which is, of course, where, the, where they filmed the famous movie with Kevin Costner. That was a magical place. Uh, a few hours later, we stopped off at the Surf Ballroom in Clear Lake, Iowa. That was the venue where the Big Bopper and Buddy Holly and Richie Valens played their last show before, of course, crashing into a, uh, a nearby cornfield in an airplane accident. Further along that trip, we stopped off at the Corn Palace along uh, I-90 in South Dakota. And then, of course, the famous Wall Drug, where you see all the, the billboards and bumper stickers throughout the country. You know, have you been to Wall Drug and whatnot? Well, we finally did. We made it to Wall Drug. Uh, and then one of our favorite stops along that route was the Minuteman Missile Museum, uh, which was absolutely fascinating. They still have uh, a, a few decommissioned like Minuteman missiles still in their silos, just like they would have been during the Cold War during the 1970s and 80s, when, of course, America's entire nuclear arsenal just about was stored in, in uh, South Dakota. That was an absolutely fascinating stop. And these are you know, the kind of stops that you can only find when you're out traveling in a car together, going through America rather than flying over it in an airplane. Yes, indeed, my friend. Traveling through America instead of over it. There's so much to see at every stop along the way, practically, and getting out there and interacting with those people, trying the new food, meeting, you know, just meeting people from across the country. Now, Rich, can you give us this, some advice for parents who are thinking about taking that road trip, but they're they're worried about just the kids being on their devices and not really engaging with what they're seeing? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I encourage parents to take their kids right from the beginning, right? You know, it's not that difficult these days to, to strap your child into a nice car seat and make sure that they're kind of, you know, protected and, and in their own little place, uh, you know, in the back seat or whatnot. And, you know, something that I did with my own kids, they're 14 and 12 now, but we always traveled with my guys. They've been used to it. They know the routine by now. They know there's going to be long hours in the car. Uh, where we're going to have to be occupying ourselves. And sometimes we play those traditional family games, you know, the ABC game and license plate game and bust out the mad libs occasionally. Um, but, you know, I also have always allowed them their time on their electronic devices. We all need that that personal downtime. And, and uh, you know, I believe everything in moderation there. So we do give them uh, their chances to do that. But we break up the trip with some of these stops at some of these great roadside attractions, like I, I noted earlier. And we get out, and like you said, we you know we talk to people, we interact, we expose ourselves to the, the to the uh, these types of experiences that you can only have in different areas of the country, trying different foods, hearing the different ways that people talk. Those that's all part of creating that that shared experience that kids are really going to remember in the end. We'll take it from Rich, my friend. After all, he is the king of the road trip. Richard Tay's brand new book is called Don't Make Me Pull Over, an informal history of the family road trip. You can pick it up at Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, and of course, your local bookstore. Definitely patronize those local businesses. Richard Tay, huge pleasure talking with you. Thanks for sharing some wisdom with us today on Family Travel Radio. You bet, Aaron. I enjoyed it. Thanks so much. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode of Family Travel Radio. The intro for this episode was graciously provided by Rin from Carmichael, California. Thanks so much, Rin. Family Travel Radio is the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. And of course, there is more family travel inspiration waiting for you over at familytravel.org. Give us a visit and discover all the possibilities that family travel has to offer. Thanks for listening, my friend Aaron Schlein, and I am signing off.